is Bet MGM tonight. Join us for live sweats. Yes. Let's go, Kansas State. That was a big balls three. Three minutes ago. Big balls three. Instant reaction. This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him. Gutekind sucks. Jordan Edison ran a 5-3-40, and he's Tristis height. I'd take him. You know what you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Wizards. Yeah, I'm pretty much done with the Wizards. Now, live from Mandalay Bay Sportsbook in Las Vegas, Nevada, site of the big game, it's Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. And that we are. And don't forget that BetMGM is giving online sportsbook customers the opportunity to win a grand prize of up to $58,000. You just got to predict the most big game prop bet questions they have there. Go sign up. It's up on our screen. If you're watching any of our streams here, it's free to play. You go in, go to the promotions tab, you sign up, you make your picks. You don't have to spend any money even in it. You probably have a lot of bets that are already in looking at this game. So why not just dabble in a little bit of extra? $58,000. Not, it's not too bad. Then you could go to uh, the blackjack table or maybe a uh, roulette and throw it all away. Well, tonight, <laughs> most of my money is going to be going to uh, meat. Meat. Oh, hold on. Wow. Steak. Uh, pause. 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 Steak. Yeah. I am going to get this. I'm looking at like a 64-ounce tomahawk. You're not going to eat that whole thing. No, I, I did the other night, dude. Did you really? No. No. Okay. I got the eight-ounce uh, okay. bison. It was, it was awesome. Okay. I was doing math in my head, and I okay. apologize. That That's was, okay. It, it wasn't unprofessional. It was for one of my radio hits tomorrow, and they're like, hey, does 2.30 work? And I'm thinking, like, what the hell time was that even at? You know what I mean? 11.30. Like, no, but, it, like, what time would it be Memphis time? Yeah, it's 12.30. You know you could Google yes. what time is it in blank, and it'll give you exactly what, time what you need, right? Full thirty. It's not late. No, it's early. Remember that song, Spin Doctors? Oh crap! Yeah. Heat and Spurs. <laughs> no, it's one sixteen one oh four. I had the under one under one twenty or under two twenty three and a half. So it's good, but nobody. Oh, I don't wow. need any threes or anything anymore. There's fifteen seconds left. Oh boy, that's oh, a sweat. No. Or wait, did it go for? Oh no, went final. All right. Okay. Is good. that a winner? I, all, yes, that is a winner. Ding ding ding. ding. I'm gonna go cash that. Where's Thank our God. Belt? I know. I thought we had bells here. Why don't we have our bells? Peach, you know, you're not doing it's not like you're doing anything during the day. It's not like you have a show and a million other things to do. Come on. Yeah. I mean, that <laughs> on top of just giving you guys, you know, winner. winner. After this winner. is true. This is true. But let's Whatever. remember, we don't get cocky we, until we the bet no, hits. Northwestern, right. we need them to win first for that to hit. So yeah, let's wait. you're right. And Mississippi State and Georgia scored a lot of points in the last four minutes of the first yeah. half. So. And considering considering this mush over here that uh, has gotten a little too excited and made the betting gods angry before. I know. I have to we don't want to do that again. I have to look and see what's happening with my Warriors. Okay, final. Ding. Ding, ding. Warriors, 127. Philadelphia, 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 104. They stink. That three and a half <laughs> was the number. There was four and a halfs out there as well for better odds. And boy, oh boy, was it not even a sweat. You know what? I, I talked about this before, and I want to check in on it. I gave okay. you guys out the Tyrese, oh my God. I gave you guys out the Tyrese Maxi under as well. Do you remember? Under 28 yeah. and a half? Yeah. How many points do you guys think you have? 28. 29. 12. 12. Let's go. <laughs> I thought it was going to be close. It wasn't even close. Yes, sir. Not I think even I close. It's going to be a good out, night baby. here. Mm-hmm. That's the right attitude. Northwestern up 47-31 on Nebraska at halftime right now. Guys, what number are we so. playing on the roulette table tonight? 24-8, split the zero, seven for Kukoch, 12 for Aaron Rodgers. Oh, so Ryan, Ryan or forgot eight. to put 
uh, his chip on 12 when oh. we went to the oh, roulette table. No. And it hit oh, 12 no. the one time he forgot. Yeah, I forgot to play my own numbers. That oh. is so bad. Guys, he took it like yeah, a champ. Yeah, this is why I usually I go like by myself. But I love like in Vegas, I just like to play for fun anyway. You know? I know Murph's off screen right now, but Murph, how crazy was that guy on the roulette table last night when we went over Oh, yeah, you there? said you saw a guy and that this, just was unstoppable. This guy saw into the future. He put seven chips down on the number 33. And he and he had maybe like two other chips scattered across the board, Bert and Scotty Pippen, and it hit <laughs> on thirty three. It was unbelievable. That that guy was was. I, I don't think I've ever seen anything no. like that. I might be completely transfixed. This gonna be a panty dropper. So wait, it was the seven. There was like, two, like seven he was chips. multiple. Like he just went. He, he had hitting, a right? bunch of chips. Yeah. Like it looked like the New York skyline when we walked over there, <laughs> and then. He just put like seven of them on 33, and yeah. I'm like, okay. And then he had like two others on like what other number? And then I see the, it lands on the 33, and I'm like, my God. And then the next go around, he put like five more chips on the board. He put it in between like 17 and 18, and he put it in between like 17, 18, 19, 20, and it landed on 18. I'm like, this guy. So here, and he definitely the, can see the future. That, that guy sees the future. Some of these people on that roulette table are insane. Like anytime I'm at the beautiful MGM National Harbor, I'm always like, or back home even in Joliet, like people come in there and I see like the same people that just play roulette. They don't play craps. They don't play blackjack. They don't play poker. And they must lose like eighteen to twenty hundred dollars like a night on these tables. And I'm like, hey, what do these people do for a living? And why have you not learned your lesson? I love roulette, especially like if we're all out together, because you could like converse and be fun and have fun. But like if I want to go and gamble and make some money, I'm playing poker. I'm playing blackjack. Mm -hmm. I might even play a little bit of craps, but like the odds for roulette are terrible. I mean, you know, so I, I just I don't know why people like do it. I don't know. Yeah, like you ever see the people with the notebooks, you know? Right. Like, what you they doing? give you all the stats, though, right on the screen. I yep. feel like they shouldn't yeah. even do that. You have it to is be surprising like they do that. Yeah. Though, yeah. To, to figure out and process. Yeah. I was just staring at the screen like, okay, 60% of the, the last 50 have been on red. Yeah. And, like, the cool numbers, the hot numbers, these are all, these are all new things for me. Yeah. I listened to the uh, Billy Walters book, which is awesome, by the way. Uh, and he was talking about he like it was like the one obviously table game where he couldn't find an edge. So they bought a roulette table, took it apart to try to like figure out how the ball would bounce, and then he went on a run, like came here and won a couple million dollars. That's it's a good book. That's putting in, that's putting some serious work Big in. Big time and work. Clearly, it, but yeah. it worked, right? Like you figured it the out. Second so. time, I think the first time he lost like one point five mil or something. Oh See, that's the thing. Right. You know, you got to spend money to make money. Yeah, that's money how it works. Not a million dollars, well, though. Well, no, we don't got it like, right. like but Billy Walters. But if Billy Walters can, <laughs> that's the greatest better of all time. So, Jeez. you know. I don't even have it like Rex can. Walters, you know. <laughs> Rex Walters. I don't even know Another name. Haven't heard in a while. Well, he played in the NBA for a while, you know. Uh, the injury report's starting to come out for the Chiefs and 49ers now as we're getting guys in out of practice, depending on where it's like a rest for some. Like, 49ers given some – Trent Williams didn't practice, but he just wasn't – they just right. were giving him rest. Like, they're letting the old guys rest a little bit here. Uh, I think, you know, the couple of the big ones, Joe Tooney didn't practice, obviously, for Kansas City. Uh, they a big did, one. They did activate Sky Moore, though. I just – Sky mm. Moore, to me, has been one of the more disappointing, like, young players in the NFL. I thought it was a perfect spot for him in Kansas City. Kind of like a – maybe it would have been like, look, he wouldn't have been Tyree Kill, but I, like a poor man's Tyree Kill, right? He just – He's, it just seems like he, they haven't found any consistency with his role or just consistency from him. So I don't know. I don't know if he's going to have much of a role in this game, but 
if you are the 49ers, like obviously, right, you know you're going to focus on Travis Kelsey. Yes. You know Pacheco out of the backfield is a weapon. And you know Rasheed Rice is getting the targets. After that, you have no idea what Kansas City is going to do. Justin Watson one game or um, MVS. Like, they're so hard to predict. If you add Sky more to the mix, it may only be one reception. But there is an opportunity for them to even use him, let's say, out of the backfield, right? That end around or something. Use that speed. So, it he would certainly be someone to at least keep an eye on if you're San Francisco. But for the love of God, like, why has he just not been? I just thought this guy was going to be so much better than what he's been. Yeah, and you know what? He was the one who had a touchdown mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. on that wide-open four-yard yeah. uh, route. So, yeah, I mean, he's an interesting look in terms of, like, any times. Just a sprinkle. I don't think they're going to use him. I don't know if he's up yet, but we're going to have to get more clarity in terms of whether he'll play. Maybe Andy Reid will shed some light on that. Yeah. Like with extra time to prepare, though, like you could take some flyers on some anytime touchdowns, especially with the Chiefs. 50 to 1 for a first touchdown, 10 to, or yeah, 10 to 1 for an anytime touchdown. I need a much better price. Sorry, 7 to 1. Yeah, they're not good prices at all. 7 to 1 for an anytime touchdown. I'd want way more than that. Yeah. But I could see it like on an end around, maybe, you know, a little jet sweep. Mm -hmm. And, uh, with extra time to prepare, Andy Reid. You, you know who – yeah, I'm with you, though, uh, really, uh, on Sky Moore, Nick. But you know who I thought was going to be much better? And he's yeah. all, like he's had a couple, you know, decent games. Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Mm-hmm. When I go back and I watch, like, the LSU games with Joe Burrow. And, oh, he's so good. And all those dudes, Jamar Chase, obviously, Patrick Queen on, on the defensive side of the ball. Edwards-Alaire was a nightmare matchup, especially mm-hmm. in the pass game. Like, if you would match him up on linebackers – surprised he hasn't been like a little bit better or at least got me eight rushing yards last week or two weeks ago it's part of the reason why we didn't see a lot of consistency from isaiah pacheco i mean starting last year the guy was a seventh round pick and you started seeing flashes yeah but they wouldn't they just didn't commit fully to him and now they've realized well that's our guy you know in the end i get it like if you draft a guy in the first round second round you're like we want to make sure he gets these opportunities but somebody in the sixth or seventh round is going to be somebody you can count on more that's the direction you go. And they've finally done it with Pacheco. I like Pacheco in, in a lot of different ways. But as soon as they started to lean on him after he came back from injury, that's when I feel like they were really able to focus in. And and we talked about this throughout the week with the folks who cover the Kansas City Chiefs day in and day mm-hmm. out. But shortening up the players that Patrick Mahomes focused on to Pacheco, first and foremost, to Travis Kelsey, and to Rasheed Rice, and those kind of being it. And then a little Justin Watson here and there, a little Noah Gray here and there. But once they kind of like found their core and which buttons they wanted to use, depending on what the matchup looked like, that's when they really looked good offensively. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's it's crazy like though, like any week with the Chiefs, like it could just be somebody else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you could give up on, on not Pacheco. Pacheco's awesome, man. Pacheco and Rice are really damn good players, and I think they're going to be really good for a long time, especially if they could attach themselves to Mahomes. But uh, it's just like kind of crazy how like every week it could be somebody different for Kansas City, and that's and that's always been the way with Andy Reid, though. If I could play for any coach, and I'm an offensive player, it'd probably be Andy Reid. Like when you think about offensive minds, mm-hmm. obviously Mike Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan's great, but um, they've also like had a lot more to work with. Like, look at that Niners team. George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. And, I mean, I know that the Chiefs have possibly the best quarterback in NFL history and Travis Kelsey. But then, like, look at everybody else. And they just traded away Tyree Kill and did not skip a beat. We had people coming on our show last year like, I think the bet is the Chiefs to miss the playoffs 2-1. to And I'm like, you're an insane person. (laughs) Well, there you go. Maybe to miss the Super Bowl. Fine. (laughs) It's crazy, too, to look at, like, where – 
And you brought this up before, Tristan. I think it's a great point. Like, touchdown props, the prices, they're not racket. what they used to be. It's a racket. I mean, McCaffrey's minus 225 for an anytime. Pacheco's minus 130 for an anytime. And even at that point, first is like 6-1 to one for Kelsey, minus 115 for an anytime. Even Rasheed Rice, he's just plus 130 for an anytime touchdown. There's just too many variables for getting minus money. There's almost no real argument to be made mm -hmm. to play any touchdown prop at minus money. Even McCaffrey, who had that insane streak. Even Pacheco, who's been a monster on the ground because of how many things change in the game script. We saw it was like Eli Mitchell getting into mm -hmm. the end zone, and you could have thought maybe it was going to be somebody else. So... No, no, I, I really am very disappointed in how sharp these anytime touchdown bets have gotten to the point where I'm, like, kind of sour on on them. Not, I'm still doing it, don't get me wrong, because right. I'm crazy. But I'm, like, looking at last year compared to this year yeah. and the year before that, yeah. it feels like it's kind of falling off of a cliff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how much scoring we're going to get in this game. I mean, exactly. pro probably a ton because I have the under. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, I, it's going to be – gonna be like i don't i don't know probably a lot of unders for me but also what do you guys think about eli mitchell over four and a half rush i like it a lot mm -hmm. it's minus 125 to the under the problem is are we even gonna see eli mitchell especially if mccaffrey's cooking but that could be one carry for five yards edwards hilaire's number six and a half if i'm playing any overs it's probably gonna be some of these soft numbers or i'm just gonna go with the chalky ones like Okay, McCaffrey's at 90 and a half rushing yards, minus 115. It's actually stayed at a relatively decent number. It hasn't yeah. skyrocketed like I thought it might. Pacheco, 67 and a half. Mm -hmm. Those would probably be my overs. I like those. I mean, God, I'm even looking like, right, think about this for a second, guys. Kadarius Tony is 12 to 1 for an anytime touchdown. Yeah, we don't even think we're going to see him. Right. Like, it's just, I, I'm just scrolling down and looking at all these, it's just crazy where these numbers have gone. You're much better off in these situations where you just take what you're more comfortable with. I understand. Like, think about this. The price is better right now for the over rushing yards for Christian McCaffrey than for him to score a touchdown. That's crazy. Minus 225 for an 80-time touchdown, minus 120 yeah. to go over 90 and a half rushing yards. I don't like it. I like, I like the Christian McCaffrey rushing yards mm -hmm. look. It's not my favorite. I think Pacheco attempts is my favorite running I, yeah, back prop. Yeah. 15 and a half is what I saw it at. He's just been getting 20 carries pretty much every game in the playoffs. So I feel like that has to be the look. You yeah. just, you, you got to find these other ways now. I mean, really, like the, they have certainly, now that more people are betting, the lines have gotten sharper, props have gotten tougher. It's something where they're really paying attention more and more to that because there's a lot of people that only want to bet props. I love, I mean, again, like we all of us sit here and love to bet props. I think, Ryan, you probably take more sides necessarily than we do. Yeah. I love props, but. You know, this is it's it's getting more and more difficult with some of these numbers they give you. Yeah, I'm I'm looking right. They and and just like the market has never been bigger. Like the catalog for these things, like mm -hmm. they have Super Bowl records. Lo I saw that. Yeah, like who's gonna break a Super Bowl record? Like most rushing yards by a wide receiver, any wide receiver to record 54 or more rushing yards is 11 to one. I'd want a better price. Although, yeah. man, like imagine if Debo takes a jet sweep like right. 75 yards for and a that's, that's why that's there is pretty much for that you know most passing attempts do you think anybody's gonna throw 63 passes in this game no, no i don't no i don't either so yeah it's uh some of those uh, listen right we all love the super bowl the, some of the specials and other things that they yeah. throw out there for the super bowl but some of them you just look and go I, i'm not actually gonna bet that like it's fun it's a great idea but i'm not actually gonna take the time because the the odds of that happening just aren't yeah. working at all so it's bet mgm tonight 
Live and direct from the BetMGM Sportsbook at Mandalay Bay, Las Vegas. You're tuned in to BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network. 50-33, Northwestern over Nebraska. For this show, that's important. Yes. Very. That is a good, good thing to see. A little, little mini parlay, a little two-legger going to come home for all of us, we hope. That's what we're hoping for. We will not talk about cashing tickets before we actually no, we won't. bet. We know how that works, but we at least feel good. And we're in the right spot. Uh, Celtics 125-117 over the Hawks. Warriors beat Philadelphia easily 127-104. Uh, what did Maxi finish? Let me see. 12, 12 He did. Oh, so he did finish with 12. Okay. Yeah, yeah rough. Rough go mm-hmm. for him right now. I mean, he's going to be at the spot where... You know, oh, I have oh. something that I'm thinking about. Oh, okay. So Maxi, <laughs> Well, it oh, just no. popped into my head. Uh-huh. Maxi has been the favorite for most improved for forever. What happens if Maxi falls off of a cliff now uh, that Joel Embiid fair point. Uh, ends up being out pretty much for the year? Is there somebody else that you He's can look think at of that market right now that you might like a little bit more than Tyrese Maxi? Because so Maxi's minus eight hundred right now to win Most Improved. Uh, Alperin Shengun is the next up at I eight like, to one. I like Shengun right yeah. now. I like Shengun right now. I mean, he he is he is talked about as the next Nikola Jokic. Yes. And Houston's playing well. Again, you don't have to be on a winning team to win most improved, but he's putting up incredible numbers this year. And it's, it's I mean, eight to one. Yeah, that there's a good chance that those that shortens as we get closer and closer to the end of the season. When you maybe if again, if Tyrese Maxey starts to just have defenses double teaming him a lot more, you don't have Joel Embiid out there to kind of distract everybody. And then he starts to struggle shooting the basketball. I'm I got sorry, one. I, I just blurted that out. No, but you know what? It's a, I think it's a great. I think it's a great point. Thank you. I like that one too. You know who else I kind of like is my boy, my main man. Never a doubt he was going to be a star. Kobe White. Kobe White. I knew it. Fourteen to one, my friend. It's fourteen to one right now. 14. He's averaging nineteen points per game, almost five boards, five assists. Like, and you look at what he's done in his career. I mean, last year, let's see. All right, so averages 19 this year. Last year, he averaged nine points per game. Year before that, 12. Year before that, 15. Kobe White might be worth a look. But I, I don't know. I mean, Maxie's minus 800 still. I, just, I, I think crazy. it's going to be tough. I think people at this point have already looked at him as, like, the guy that's crowned as the next most improved player. That like You know what I mean? Like, you just kind of – first off, I hate, I hate the award. I really do because I think the guys that win it half the time – it just like we've already seen, like yes. John Morant winning it, uh, Julius Randle winning it. You're like we've seen at least something similar from them. It's it's never really like a truly most improved player. It's a guy that was good and maybe looks a little more like a star and just either was on a new team, gets more minutes, bigger role. And it's like, is he really improved or is he just getting more opportunity? Yeah. I have two questions for you guys. All too. right. All right, what the hell is the NBA Clutch Player of the Year? That's new. That started last That's year. Brand new. That's Aaron right. Fox won it last year. Why is Damian Lillard the favorite at two to one? Doesn't make sense. Probably because he's had more game winners yeah, time, than anyone man. else in in the time. league this year, or at least top three. I don't don't quote me on that. I don't know if that's exactly true. Right, the second. I'm betting this market right now, and I'm going to play. What about Donovan SGA? Mitchell or SGA? Yeah. Yeah, SGA's plus two twenty. Donovan Mitchell. Oh my gosh, I got to go all the way down for Donovan Mitchell. Maybe he's the lowest. What about Jalen? to one. Yeah, and Jalen Brunson just, by the way, sprained his ankle. I don't know what's going on with that. That's bad. We didn't talk about it. Yeah, it's been such an NFL week. It's, it sounds like it's not going to be something overly serious though yeah. with him. He might miss a little bit of time, but. Uh, I know Dante DiVincenzo afterwards after the game was like, nah, he's good. He wasn't walking with a limp. Brunson wasn't and was not on crutches. So those are usually really, really good signs. 
yeah. but that's I mean that's the that's the thing too. You know, we, we talk so much about now how the Knicks and like the, the season that they're having, but let's also remember they've dealt with a ton of injuries this yeah, year. Yeah, they have. That shows you even more how important Jalen Brunson is to that team than anybody else because Julius Randle's missed time. Uh, Mitchell Robinson is has been out for a good portion of this season here. OG Anobi, we know how well they've played when he's been in the lineup, has missed multiple games now, yet they've still pushed along because of Jalen Brunson. I think that if Brunson starts to miss time, and we don't have word on what it's going to be, but right. if he does, that may be the, okay, that's too much, right? Like there's a limit for any team. I think that's where you hit your limit and go, okay, now this team may be in a little bit of a, a struggle situation. But – you know, Dante DiVincenzo put up 32 in their last game. Josh Hart's been great in Julius Randle's absence. He's been crashing the boards for them. So they've got a bunch of guys on that roster that when they're given more opportunity, take advantage of it. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I might uh, play a couple things. You're, you're looking at most improved, aren't you? No, no. I, uh, I was going to ask you guys what you thought about Donovan Mitchell, MVP. I don't hate it. If the Cavs are able to even just what if like, the Cavs were the number two seed in the East? That's what I'm saying. You know, I we talked about this last night. Like, I don't know if it's sustainable. I did bet the Bucks minus one thirty just to win the Central Division. Mm -hmm. That might even be their ceiling this year. Get to the Eastern Conference Finals. We'll see if they uh, start to play some defense. I feel like no one cares about Cleveland though. And that might be the yeah. End. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they're going to get enough attention, and he's going to get enough attention. I just need the Mavs to guys to stay relevant. Luca's averaging almost thirty-five points per game. He's not. They're not. Not going to win enough games. He's played I really forty-three so. games. He's averaging thirty-eight minutes. Man, though, he's doing it on forty-eight percent uh, shooting, and he also leads the team in rebounds, assists, and steals. You don't feel a little bit better about the Mavs now that Kyrie? Kyrie played great I don't, last no, night. No, I don't. I just don't. I don't. I don't. Honestly, I don't think that 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 like pairing is going to work. I haven't seen, I mean, think about last year. They fell off and missed the playoffs. I know they kind of sort of tanked, sort of, kind yeah, of, they not like, really. Didn't in, but it was like, no, they yeah. did. It was like, like definitely yeah. full, yeah. full, we're just going right. to get just out like, of Yeah, we're, we're not tanking, but like, yeah, we're really tanking here. But I, I just don't have enough confidence in that pairing for that team to be in a spot where they're a three seed in the Western Conference. That's kind of where they have to go. And they're an eight right now, man. Yeah. The West is so loaded. Like it the, is. Like the Pelicans are the seventh seed right now. Who the hell would want to play the Pelicans in a playoff series? Nobody. I mean, we saw them a couple years ago. I'm not saying that they could even win a playoff series. Right. But I don't want to play them. I don't want to play the Suns. I don't want to play the Kings. No. I love seeing the Kings right there at five, though. Uh, that, if that's a 5-4 matchup with the Nuggets in the first round, yeah. that's going to be a great series. Plus, yeah. the issue with the Mavs is that Derek Lively hurt his ankle about a month ago, yeah. and I haven't really seen him play since. So when is he coming back? When is he going to be fully healthy? Mm -hmm. Those are that's That was really huge because the Mavs played – great defensively when he was on the floor and hasn't been that great since and when your second leading scorer is is tim hardaway jr you got real problems you got real problems yeah yeah that's not a great roster i mean in the, the bottom half of the west though is i mean you think about all these underachieving teams like the lakers like the warriors uh, i mean even you know the mavs kind of fit in that that spot too but these are all teams that have the talent to like get hot at the right time. I think the the West, yeah, the West is as deep as it's been. It's absolutely loaded. Chaos. And and I think the first round could be absolute chaos. Yes. If you've got the Suns in a 6-3 matchup with the Timberwolves, the Suns could win that series. The the Kings could, I mean, theoretically the Kings if they played like they did last year, like let's say they, cause they're not the same team they were last year in terms of like it's similar record, but you know what I mean? Like they don't look like the same if like Malik Monk gets more consistent or whatever, put anything out. Let's say they get back to the level they played last year. They could, they could knock off the Nuggets in the first round. If I'm Denver, I don't want to be a four seed. 
Like, I, I want to get up to at least a spot there where I'm in, like, the number two oh, spot. Oh, I feel like Denver makes light work. You think so? Of Sacramento. You're, oh, so, wow, yeah. so you're really that down. Stinks. That's stinks. No, it's nothing to do with the Kings. I like the Kings yeah. a lot. Yeah. I just think matchup-wise, if you look at the Kings and their size, mm -hmm. Sabonis is an undersized center. Sure. And he's the biggest guy on the roster. Kevin Herter, not a great defender. Uh, you've got Chris Duarte. He's completely out of the rotation. Mm -hmm. You've got Harrison Barnes, who's like I, I guess a generally slight off uh, um, plus defender, not a great offensive guy. I just think they'll get crushed. I don't know who guards Aaron Gordon. I don't know who guards Sabonis and doesn't get into foul trouble, which is Sabonis's Achilles' heel. Like it's De'Aaron Fox versus Jamal Murray, and I like that matchup, but I slightly, I slightly lean Jamal Murray in that matchup, honestly, because he's so big and it's a different style of game. And then you've got KCP, who's a nightmare. You've got Michael Porter Jr., who's a nightmare. I I think it's Nuggets in five. Wow. It's tough. I didn't expect that to I, come from you against yeah. the Kings. And I, and I think Kings fans yeah. know I keep it real, and I think Kings fans mm. would probably agree. We had, uh, when me and Pedro were filling in for Nick and Ken, we talked with Rick Camp, and he was, like, really high on the Cavs futures. But mm -hmm. also, uh, he was like, now this one's gross. I don't know if I'd even recommend it, but I like the Kings maybe to miss the playoffs. You know, with now, I don't, I don't love that. I, no, I think they're getting yeah. in now. I mean, yeah, they're playing pretty too. good basketball. Like everybody in the West, a lot of these teams are playing really good basketball right now. Like, even the Nuggets are sitting there at the five. I'm sorry, the four seed right now, and they're seven and three in their last mm -hmm. ten. But they're only like, just the other day while we were here in Las Vegas, they were one game back of first. Right. So. It's gonna be tight all the way down. Well, I mean, look at the top oh, geez, four they seeds. Still are. It's yeah. all yeah. Everybody I mean, has it. thirty-five or thirty-four wins. It's been, yeah. Thirty Clippers are thirty-four and fifteen. The Thunder are thirty-five and sixteen. Timberwolves are thirty-five and sixteen. Nuggets are thirty-five and sixteen. The West is a gauntlet in the top four. It's gonna be a great battle down the stretch there. Yeah, I um, I think the best matchup for the Kings, as I'm looking at the West in general, and you're thinking like. Who would they love to play? I think it's the Suns. I think if the Suns crept up into the five spot mm -hmm. and the Kings were the four, I mean, that's a battle. That's a fun battle. Obviously, a lot of firepower for the Suns, but not a lot of depth. Same thing with the Kings. That's like my ideal matchup for the, for the Kings overall. In the yeah. East, I mean, looking at – so the, if you look at the other side with the East, right, like the Celtics have a five-game lead over the Cavs for the one seed. But you do kind of have a jam-packed middle there, too, right, where the Cavs are 33-16, yeah. and 16, Bucks are 33-18, and 18, Knicks are 33-18, and 18, and then the Sixers, I think the Sixers may start to fall off a little bit without Joel Embiid. I mean, listen, this is oh, a guy I mean, they might not make the, the playoffs. I, I don't know if I could would – you, would you bet the Sixers not to make the playoffs, If I could though? get it right now, I would bet You would it. do it? If I could get it right now, I would bet it. I, just, I feel like they've got enough there to get them at least into the play-in tournament. But I bet what, – what, what do you think the odds are? Let's play a little game called Guess the Odds. Okay. It, it's All not right. on the board. All right. So let's let's make our own odds for Sixers to miss the playoffs, Peach. I'd go twelve to one. What do you go, Ryan? Gosh, I don't even to know. I think seven to one right now. To miss, I feel like a nine yeah. or ten to one, somewhere in that range. It might even be worse right. odds, honestly. Yeah, it's just if, if they were so, in the, I mean, like it's just because it's the East. Yes. Though. That's the thing. I mean, the bottom Pacers like, are hot. Heat could sneak up. But you got like the Hawks at twenty-two and twenty-nine, sitting there in the ten spot in the play-in. The it's Bulls true. are three games under five hundred, and they're in the nine spot. If what would be the odds that you needed to take it? Probably like seven to one in the East. Yes, to same. That's what because, I would need yeah. to. Because I do like I could find some prices. And... Anything worse than seven to one, I'm. I don't think I'm interested. Because like the Heat to miss the playoffs, five to one. Pacers seven to one. 
So I would want a better price, obviously, without the MVP of the league. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, so what are you what are you seeing right now? But that's the you Nothing. may not get that price Nothing. because they don't yeah. have the MVP. So Boston. You're not, oh, sorry, man. No, uh, I was gonna say you're not getting that yeah. price because I mean, if Joel Embiid's out, you're not gonna get the same odds that like the Pacers would have to miss the playoffs because yeah. Pacers are at full strength and Sixers. It's more likely without Joel Embiid losing who could be the MVP really puts him in a bad spot. Yeah, I found a book that does have a couple. So they don't have Boston, Milwaukee, New York, Cleveland, Philly, of course, uh, Charlotte, Detroit, and Washington. But they have, like, the Raptors, plus 700 to make the playoffs, minus 1,400 not to. The Nets, 6-1 to one to make the playoffs, mm-hmm. minus 1,200 not to. So, yeah, I would need probably, like, 7-1 to one just because, I, I, I mean, they could be an 8 seed. They could be a 7 seed. Uh, I wonder what their – I'm going to look at what their strength of schedule is. And they got – I mean – yeah, I don't know. It's like that's the look. question too. Where the so where the Sixers sit now for the rest? So they're eleventh. They're eleventh in strength of schedule right now. They see the Celtics that's one more good. time. They see the Clippers twice. The Thunder, Cavs three more times. Bucks they just twice. Lost to the Warriors at home, guys. Yeah. You know what? You they might got be a, blown out. I'm looking at so they're thirty and twenty. They're three and seven in their last ten. Yeah. You know what, man? If I could get a good price on that, maybe because Indiana could jump them for sure. Miami's going to start playing good basketball. Yeah, yeah they're much better but defensively. They yeah, they've gotten back to playing defense again, which is a nice change of pace. But then it's Orlando, Chicago, Atlanta, Brooklyn, Toronto, and Charlotte, Washington, and Detroit. And I just I don't trust right. any of those teams. Right. And here's the other thing, too, though. Nick Nurse gets the best out of his players. Like, we've seen how this team's already improved in his first year there oh, in Doc's Philadelphia. Oh, Doc's the coach? We're running. I mean, it's yeah, not yeah. up, but yeah. I'm placing if if Doc right. was the coach, I'd feel more confident in them missing the playoffs. But given what Nick Nurse got out of all those Raptors teams over the years, I just – again, they, they could be eighth or ninth when it's all said and done, and they've got to go through a game or two in the play-in tournament to get to that point. But it's just – I also like Tobias Harris with a bigger role. Tobias Harris has played a lot better this year. He's He's yeah. been much better under Nick Nurse. And you add Tyrese Maxey in there, I get it. Tyrese Maxey is going to see a lot from defenses. Like, he's going to be doubled. But Kelly Oubre, I think that's one of the best observations you've had about a team this year is how important Kelly Oubre has been to the Sixers. He is good in a bigger role. He can go out there, he can get you buckets, and he's playing in a very, like, he understands what his role is, I think, in Philadelphia. So it's it's tough, but you're right. Like, there's a certain point, right, where we do this, where you look at it and go, I don't think that's going to happen, but I kind of want to be in on that price. Yeah, yeah. I, uh... I think we got to do it if we could get it. Also, I think we got to find Chad Ochocinco, Chad okay. Johnson. He's having a uh, cigar experience. We have to go to this. I'm oh, obsessed I love him. with him. He's Where the is best. it? I don't know. I'm trying to find out right now. I feel like Ch- Chad Ochocinco is the hottest name right now in all of sports media outside of Shannon. Him Sharp. and Shannon Sharp. Oh, that's yeah. like the only thing I watch anymore. They're I'm, so great. Uh, yeah. Guys, we got odds on uh, Philadelphia. Okay. To miss the playoffs, plus 370. No way. Not good enough. Yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah, but it's because I bet plus you Plus 370? That, yeah, that's it. You like it? Oh, that's a terrible price. That's terrible. Yeah, there's no, there's no, that's a real book? There's no Embiid. There's a real, that's a real book. <laughs> it's the Peach. Peach is giving you prices. You want Peach, Peach created that line. It was just at plus 540 and literally Yesterday? Within, no, today? within seconds. Move to plus three. Oh, I would have loved plus five. I think I moved the line. You did. How many times have we talked about something and seen the line move on the show, guys? I they do it all the time. Guys. Why do I talk about bets? I know. We should. Well, you got to bet them first and then talk about it. Oh, that's such a good idea. We're in, right? You know because, what? That's you know, a good idea. We want to help people, but if we can't control when they're moving the odds, there's only so much that we can do. You know, so yeah, plus 370 to miss the playoffs. Uh-uh. I want nothing, no. nothing to do no. with that. Wrap it up next from Mandalay Bay. It's Ben MGM tonight.
just ran into a Dave Terrapin who was on the show yesterday. Guys, watch. God, his outfit is incredible. Swag. The man. Oh, he's the is- best. Swag out. He's got a baller jacket. He's got one of those big oversized noggin hats or yeah. whatever they're called. Drip, drip. Yeah, I mean, it's, he it. just he is full. He is like he's a Super Bowl like billboard right now, walking around the sports book. There's nothing better than when I just get like a random text message from him too. You know, like mm-hmm. on like a random Wednesday, and he's just like, Horvat, how you doing, man? He's always got great information. He's mm-hmm. always doing fun stuff. His daughters yeah. play softball going to college to play softball. He's a big softball fan. I'm a big softball fan. You guys know I used to do play-by-play broadcasting for I softball? Do. Yeah. I my did. Favorite sports I don't know if I remember you doing softball, actually. Yeah. I know you mentioned other sports, but not softball. Ryan, yeah. did you end up taking really quick yeah. quick pivot? Did yeah. you end up taking the Pelicans? I did take the Pellies, yeah. Yeah, they're up 36-19 on the Clips. Yeah, I'm glad I did not them. take the Clips. Uh, I just took the Pistons instead in the first half. They're down five, so we're alive still. Yeah, it's been a good night so far. Been a Hopefully really good we don't night jinx so far. it. And Peach, uh, I owe them because... Northwestern's now up 64-40. Yep. Personally, I don't think Pete should pay for his steak tonight. But that's just, well, that's just It buries you, you your never, pain for yeah, his yeah. You, uh, I don't think he should. You, 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 I you fed never, the whole show. You were never paying for your steak anyway. I literally just put steak and Peach together yeah. into P. I don't forget how it went. Anyway. Okay. We should but just pick up one of the boxes. Also, Mr. Peach, Odyssey's you know, paying. Yeah, you're, you can expense it. Yeah, dinner is expensable. All of that. I know, but it would have been nicer if you guys were like, yeah, Peach, we got you. you know, Peach, we got you. We got you. Yeah, you. you go. I appreciate it's it. It's on us. By the way, the pursuit of Peach Fection, we got a chance. Okay. We, we hit the Cavs whiz under. We got Auburn and Northwestern. You didn't give me out the Cavs. You didn't give me the Cavs. We had the Louisville plus eight and a half, and now we just need the under in uh, Mississippi State, Georgia. Yeah, we do. That's plus 595. And then we hit the Peach Pursuit of Peach Faction. The per- the slowly but surely. Peach. <laughs> <laughs> incredible. Yeah, 64-43 right now, Northwestern over Nebraska. Got eight minutes to go in this one, so. It's a good. It'd be hopefully a good little Wednesday. It's Wednesday, right? Yes, Wednesday. It is. Wednesday night. Yes, Wednesday, good. February 7th. Okay, I, good. <laughs> I keep having to check, though, because, like, yeah. Also, really quick side note. This mm-hmm. is the most boring arena in all of college hoops. What, this Northwestern? Is, yeah. This, oh, yeah. Well, Shrine should never be on anybody's bucket list. The only time it was exciting or fun would be, like, when Wisconsin was in town, back when they had Kaminsky and mm-hmm. Decker and that squad but also it, arenas don't like it doesn't count if it's only exciting when the away team is there right yeah. when the road team yeah. comes right. in and, and it doesn't yeah. count for me you know yeah. speaking of decker too uh olivia harlan decker and her dad gonna be on the call for the super bowl That's how awesome incredible. is that on the same broadcast friend of show goat he's the uh in my opinion he's the best play-by-play broadcast uh broadcast harlan god it's been 18 hours of he's the best yeah he's he's so damn good and he's funny he's hilarious i i think he's the best i are you guys joe buck fans i am i know a lot oh, of yeah. people aren't i like baseball joe buck the best, i was though. just about to say i liked him better on baseball yeah yeah i'm gonna miss him calling the world series really well i mean already i mean it's been one year obviously but yeah like i joe buck is i don't get the hate I, I really don't get. The I think hate. it just be. You know what people do? Here's what people do. What do they do? They see it on the internet and they say, "I'm in." It's the emperor's new clothes. They're just like, ah, well, these people are all saying it, so I guess I should too. I like uh, called sheep. I like yes. Buck. I like Harlan. The best though is Doc Emmerich. The best in hockey. Doc is the fantastic. Best. Yeah, I'm and, not really a hockey guy. Well, you don't have to he's be. So Doc's good. the best. He's Doc, so good. I agree. I agree. Don't get me wrong. Watch hockey. I, I just, remember. I can't put anybody over Harlan. I interviewed him one time, Doc's and he was. I mean, the stories for days, and he's just so incredible calling hockey. Hockey's hard too. Hockey's oh, a hell really yeah. tough sport to call. I yeah, tried it one time. Oh I couldn't gosh. see the puck. Jeez. Yeah. So and I can't figure out icing. 
can't. You can ask uh you can ask Murph right there. He'll give you all the answers. That's what me and Brad Evans yeah, were talking yeah, about. He's yeah. like, I don't understand. Uh, you know, Brad. He's yeah. like, I don't understand icy because I always used to turn it off in NHL Live '97. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would put Harlan's up there for me. Gus Johnson. I know he's gotten a little over oh, the top. Maserati, Maserati, Mar. I still love him though, man. He's also like just the nicest dude. So it's a personal thing, I guess. Like I just always enjoyed talking to him. But like, yeah. I, I want I want a play-by-play -play guy to be excited. Like I want there to be energy, even if Gus is a little over the even top. Even if he's just cheering for Colorado he's every just, week. Exactly, <laughs> it's true. But like, I come on, it just makes things so much more exciting. Shador Sanders with a five-yard pass. <laughs> well, okay, Colorado that, down fifty-two. There can be some spots where you can pull it back a little bit. You're right. Maybe there, there's a couple, but I'll still take them. And also, though, um, yeah, I'd say probably Kevin Harlan, Gus Johnson's up there for me. Mike Breen, though. Mike Breen is one of the oh, all-time greats. Good call. And Bang. he and that I used to listen to him when I lived in New Jersey as a kid before I moved to Virginia. When he was calling Knicks games on the radio, I would go to sleep at night listening to him call Knicks games with Walt Frazier. It was when they were doing the radio broadcasts every night. And he would do the, you know, Bang was back yeah. then, too. Bang! Oh, he's just the best. You need a trademark. And now the problem is, like, for these younger play-by-play -play broadcasters, I feel like it's changed so much. Mm -hmm. You used to be... Like, especially for baseball, you had to be a really good storyteller because you have to fill so much yes. time. You know what I mean? Yes. And that's why, you know, some of those older guys, Bob Euchre, who's still around, was one of the best. But now they don't really want that a whole lot. And also, man, like what trademarks are even out there anymore? Everything good is taken. You can't do the, yes, Marv Albert, you, you bangs right. gone. You know, there's always you got to get you got to get creative. Yeah, there's always something. Remember when Marv Albert got himself in some trouble? That was yeah, really nobody crazy. talks about that anymore. <laughs> That disappeared and never came back, didn't it? That is that is very, very true. But going really quick back to Harlan, mm -hmm. nobody else, though, could call a streaker or just a random Oh, fan, I love when he does that. Like running on the field or like a black cat or anything like that. And that's why I love him so much, and I think he's the best. And he calls Green Bay Packer uh, preseason games. So you know, Oh, he's, I didn't know you did a preseason yeah. for them. Okay. Yeah. But it's like, always funny to see who does the preseason broadcast because yeah. it's all a local broadcast. Everybody just has somebody random. Like Kenny Albert does the Commanders a yeah. lot. Yeah. You know, you can just tell though, like he's a cool dude to hang out. Oh with yeah, 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 yeah. Harlan's yeah, Harlan's great. But you're right when when the when the streakers get out there or something. And, oh, when the man was taken down by security and he's like, drunk. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, you don't even do it justice, honestly. When no, you do it, I, I, I can't do. I can't. I can't do impressions at all. Definitely not Kevin Harlan. I, Kevin Harlan, yeah. Yeah. Still the greatest, though, ever was the no regard for human life. Kobe Bryant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's done it other times, too, but I'll never forget that dunk against, I think it was the Knicks, actually. With no regard for human life. And you're just like, God, that's just such a great call. Because it's just like, who else thinks about that kind of stuff? And that's, yeah, like anybody that does play-by-play, -play, like that's what you have to do. You've got to be creative. you got to paint a picture. And especially if it's just radio. Yeah. Like, it's a lot different. Do, dude, it just, it's so hard to get into unless you yeah. are like, like Joe Buck, God bless his soul. Is Joe Buck Joe Buck if his dad's not Jack Buck? I mean, you definitely get opportunities if it's in the family. Let's be honest. It doesn't mean that you're not good. Like, well, Jack, never mind. Well, see, well, yeah, you're right. There's one. Yeah, I know exactly, <laughs> exactly. where you're going. My arch yes. nemesis. Yes. I hope to see him out here this weekend. So stay away from <laughs> my notary. really? No, no. And you know what? I actually have kind of, like, come around on him. Like, I don't think he's improving or anything, but at least he, like, went to Notre Dame. I mean, Drew Brees was on the call a couple of years ago. Purdue legend Drew Brees calling Notre Dame football games. Doug Flutie. Boston College. Right. They, they haven't really gotten that broadcast right. You got Yeah, you like you got to have somebody that went to the university. In my opinion, do you? I think so. Yeah. Mm. In every school. Yeah. Or just I like in college. In college. I, well, 
I think that gets you into trouble, though, because we've seen colleges hire coaches just because they're alums and it doesn't work out. That's true. Ask Georgetown and Patrick Ewing and, and how Juwan, that works out. Michigan and Juwan and Right now, that's becoming a problem, too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I don't think – I. there's not anybody, like, legendary from the Oregon program that I would want calling my games. Mm-hmm. Not even Joe Marcus Harrington. Marcus Mariota? No. No, he's, he's pretty shy. Yeah, I don't see him ever calling games. He's definitely kind of a shy guy. Or at least, yeah. like, quiet, right? He's just, yeah. just quiet. Do you guys see how much these uh these luxury suites cost for the for the Super Bowl? Oh, I heard 2.5 million dollars. Dude, they've got Wagyu hot dogs. I didn't know that was even I mean, yeah, it's beef I get. Like a Glizzy? Uh, a Wagyu Glizzy. Yeah. Surf and turf buffet, 2.5 million dollars. I'm looking at some of the pictures of this. I mean, it's gorgeous, right? Like it's a beautiful stadium, but like $2.5 million for this. And that's the thing. That's crazy. That's the thing about Not the Super Bowl. It, it, it's just, it's gotten so expensive for everything. You price out most fans. You lose that fan environment because it becomes so corporate because everybody's either getting tickets through like a company or it's, you know, clients are getting stuff. It becomes that versus just fan. I mean, look, and there's plenty of fans there, but it, 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 it changes the dynamic of the most important game of the year. Yeah. I, uh, I love bougie stuff, mm-hmm. but I don't really like how corporate the Super Bowl is just because it ruins the environment of the game. It's almost like a completely different thing altogether. Yes, yes. I think it's very, very different. I mean, look, basic tickets just to get in, 5300 That's yeah. crazy. Average tickets going for like almost $10,000 for just a ticket. Yeah. Just a ticket to get in and go watch this thing. Like, that's, that's a lot. You're really starting to just – I mean – I, that's why when people say they're like, oh yeah, you're not like when we come out here, right? They're like, oh, you're not going to the game. I'm like, I don't really want to. No, I no, I'm pretty excited to actually go watch it on my couch. Yeah, I want to go watch the game. I, I love the yeah. broadcast. I, I want to obviously we've got to watch it anyway, and it's a better, you know, better view for us if we're actually sitting there watching the full broadcast. Quite frankly, you know what? I still love the commercials. Me too. I, I really too. look forward to that. Yeah, if you don't like the commercials, get the hell out of the country. Damn straight. That's <laughs> what you should be telling everybody. That's, that's that's right, Ryan. You're right. You know, I actually, uh, actually, I actually wanted to do well a couple different things: coach football, but advertising first was what I wanted to do. Really? Yeah. Why? And like just selling ads, yeah, like so, media ads. Yeah, I wanted to sell. Yeah, I wanted to like sell ads. That is a complete. Well, if you were some of these, you start off doing like play by play. You're doing both. Though. Yeah. Like but, you're selling and you're doing play by play in minor league baseball or something. But I always thought it was fascinating. Like I took the advert, like all the classes and whatnot, and. Uh, we would always do like Super Bowl stuff, mm-hmm. and the day after the Super Bowl, I think it's like ten percent of people could actually like remember the product. Everybody's gonna no remember way. like the commercial of yeah. like a singing penguin or mm-hmm. the Budweiser frog. The nobody, M&Ms. yeah, like nobody ever actually like remembers what the, the Tom Brady was. bet MGM commercial. Well, that 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 one everybody's gonna know now. You know yeah. what I mean? But like, it's you spend like three million for this thirty second, sixty second spot, and then people are just like. What the hell was that commercial? Like, what yeah. the hell was Go Daddy? You know? well, Unless they hated it. Yeah. Unless they hated that's it. That's true. Or if it's like Budweiser, but that's why you got to be good with your marketing. You, I mean, we've gotten to the point now, too, where they're they're doing like pre commercials now, right? Where it's like saying February 11th and there's some sort of like teaser. And you watch it and go, I don't even know what that's going to be about. But like Ken Jong is going to be in some commercial. I saw Kim Jong Un? No, no, different. Ken Jong, oh. the comedian. Oh, actor. Ken Jong. Yeah. Yes, the one that stand up comedian used to Not be a Kim doctor. Yes, yes, I remember. Very different one. Yes. No, uh, no fan zone until this game ends. I want to cash this tonight. Yeah, I kind of want to go cash mine too, but.
you know, we got uh, we got things to do, we got man. Six minutes. We gotta go talk to the people, my friend. Well, we will in six minutes okay. after I get my money. Okay, fair enough. I have two tickets to cash if that's gonna be you know, so I'm ready to uh ready to see this wrap up and it's good. I've seen a lot of wing commercials. There's one behind us right now. Yeah, I'm about to eat my own. Now. I haven't had wings yet. I'm yeah, really I'm ready. ready. I'm really ready to eat. Yeah, I think that's a that's a good idea. A little a little, a little sustenance would be good. The whole schedule throws you off here, right? It does. You know, it's just like it's not like it's you, PM, kind of on East Coast time, not on East Coast time, and then you are and you are and it's the whole thing 67 52 northwestern over nebraska let's hang on we're hanging on here almost there back tomorrow mandalay bay bet mgm tonight BetQL and BetMGM are bringing the big game in Las Vegas to you. All week, you better you bet, and BetMGM Tonight will be broadcasting live at Mandalay Bay. Listen anywhere you go with the Odyssey app.